Come on. Welcome to This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Matt Drayton. Matt, are you ready to do this? I am ready, George. Let's do it. Let's let's go. Matt is a sergeant major, having spent 20 plus years in the United States Army, six of them, 16 of them working with the Special Operations Forces. He's the founder of Drayton Communications. He's a speaker, a consultant, a coach, an author. His newest book is Leading While Black, Leadership Strategies and Lessons for Today's Black Professional. Matt, I'm excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work and why you do what you do. Well, George, thank you. Uh, so as you said, as you uh, mentioned earlier, you know, I spent a lot of time in the U.S. military. And uh, what that allowed me to do is uh, learn quite a bit about leadership. So I spend most of my time uh, writing, speaking and consulting about leadership. I also spend a lot of time working with young people. Uh, I've done some mentoring with uh, at-risk youth organizations here in North Carolina, as well as I served on the board uh, with uh, Youth for Christ Ministries, uh, which is a national uh, organization, but we have a chapter here in North Carolina that I worked with. So my primary thing in life is, um, you know, I have a saying and I, I and I believe in that, you know, leadership or the lack thereof is the primary cause of most of the problems we have in America and in the world. And then uh, the other thing I always try to drive home, you know, leadership is just not about being in charge of people. It's about being accountable in your daily lives and your personal lives as well. So that's what I talk about. That's what I write about. That's what I'm pretty passionate about. Uh, I'm married. I've got two grown children and, uh, and I'm a dog person. I've got a little dog that I, uh, that kind of rules my house kind of he's in charge around here. (laughs) Got it. What is the dog's name? His name is Gizmo. He's a uh, Shizu. We got him right before COVID kicked in in 2020. So, you know, he, we picked him up March 1st and then two weeks later, everything shut down. So it was kind of good. We, we were able to keep him. Uh, he got us through COVID. We had to get him housebroken, you know, sleep schedule, you know, everything you have to do with a puppy. So um, yeah. he's, he's thriving now, doing great. And uh, he's kind of a therapy dog for me and my wife. Good, good. Totally get it. Perfect. Yeah. So I certainly, I, I, I couldn't agree with you more that leadership or lack thereof is at the root cause of a lot of the problems here. And while I can't speak to problems all over the world, it certainly makes sense. Um, from your training experiences framework with the army, how do you look at that time and then look at your work from a religious standpoint with, with, with Christianity, similarly different, uh, you know, I look at it in the same. Uh, so, so discipline from the word disciple means to teach. And I think that Christianity and our, our uh, the military, I think there's applications that can be applied to both. Uh, I think discipline, though, is the key. Just being able to govern yourselves, make sure that you're trying to do the right thing at all times. And um, just just uh, doing things the right way. And I think uh, when you do that, life tends to be a little bit easier um, when you uh, when you do the right things. You get uh, you get better sleep. Uh, you can uh, focus a little bit better. 
And I think you feel a little bit better about yourself when you're doing things the right way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We certainly know when we're not. Absolutely. And that, and that's, that's my point. You know, uh, we know uh, we're, we're taught right from wrong at an early, early age, George. So uh, when, when we're not doing the right thing, and even in a leadership position, if you're a, a leader or a manager and you, you make a decision that you know you shouldn't have made or, or in your personal life when you do something or allow something to happen that you know you probably should have took a different course, it kind of weighs on you. So what I try to tell people is try to make the best decision based on your value system. And uh, if you do that and, and in your heart you feel like, hey, you know, I have given this is the, the best course of action I feel that will make things better, then you're, you're good. You're fine with that. And if it turns out wrong, that's OK. Your heart was in the right place. But if you knowingly do what's wrong, then it kind of weighs on you a little bit and uh, keeps us up at night. Yeah. So knowing and being having clarity, whatever term you want to use, I have a value system. I am either following on that and I'm, I'm viewing everything that I'm doing through that lens of those values and making decisions based on those. It's, and I, I know when I'm doing things wrong, is it obvious what that value system should be? How, how, how do I figure out what mine is? So I think our value systems are taught to us uh, through our parents and through our life experiences. Um, I think we should seek out value systems that are good instead of evil. Mm -hmm. I think we should seek out value systems that are positive instead of negative. And the one thing about value systems, you know, they can change. You know, when I was a young man and I went into military, I, I will tell you, I had a different value system. You know, I wasn't a father at the time. Um, I didn't have a whole lot of responsibility. Uh, being an only child, you know, there's a certain amount of selfishness that comes with that. There's just no way around it. You didn't have to share anything or whatever. So, so then once I got in the military and I started to uh, get put in leadership positions and I became responsible for other people. And, and when I'm talking responsible, you know, it'd be in combat or back in garrison or it, it's their livelihoods. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking out for these people and their families in, in, in a way. So then I had to, I had to change. I had to make some changes. And then, then on top of that, you know, I, I meet my wife and, we get married and I, we have a couple of children. Now my value system really has to change. I have to think about all the things that I'm doing now impact my children's lives. So I guess to answer your question, probably the best way to, to find your value system is uh, as you go through life experiences, try to do what's right. And then also make adjustments as required so you can continue to do what's right. That makes sense. So now you've, you've done a great job. You've got two grown kids and they're out doing whatever they're doing. Wonderful stuff. I'm, 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 I'm confident of yeah. how, how, how now are, are you thinking about your next season of life for lack of a better term? Yeah. So one of the things, uh, and, and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm in my early sixties. So, you know, I realize I'm closer to the end than I am the beginning. So you look at life differently when you get to where I am. And, and I will tell you now, mentally, I'm not 
that age because I mean I I still play video games and I still play peekaboo with people's kids when I'm in line at a Kroger <laughs> you know when the parents not looking you know I just you know I'm, I'm pretty immature is what I'm saying but you know um go back go back what was what was your original question again now just just now you talked about how our value systems oh, change value system how life has changed so so now I, I try to spend most more of my time uh, giving and doing for others. You know, um, you know, George Carlin had this thing about stuff. You know, there was a, a skit he did about stuff. You know, I, I'm I, I was looking around and I'm thinking all the stuff I have I don't really need. So I'm trying to kind of declutter, uh, focus more on giving, giving back, helping people. Uh, you know, the books I've written, uh, n- neither one of them were really written for monetary purposes. They were solely written to help people, to try to share some of the life lessons I've learned and some of the mistakes I made with other people so they don't have to make them. And so that's where I'm focused at now. Uh, hopefully uh, I look forward to having some grandkids um, that I could you know, share with and, 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 and have some joy with. But right now my, my focus primarily is just making Making sure that I share my leadership experience, my leadership lessons and strategies with uh, young people and others who are in leadership positions and those who are not just things that can help them in their daily lives. Yeah, well, certainly you touched on that, that when we were getting started about how we need to be the leader in our own lives. So whether I'm you know, leading a team of people or whatever it is, um, you taking responsibility for your own stuff, I think um, it certainly hits home for me. So. What does it mean to lead while black, Matt? So uh, leading while black. Uh, so the so the leading the while black phrase always has somewhat of a negative connotation with it. You know, driving while black, you know, it, it, it kind of always alludes to something being done wrong to you. So I took that phrase and, and try to turn it on its head a little bit <laughs> and put something positive in front of it. So as a African-American, as a black leader, uh, you it's a little bit different, you, you know, and one of the things you you have to do, you have to prove yourself. Um, you know, I share the story about uh, the current Secretary of Defense, who, when he was an Army General, he talked about this on sixty Minutes uh, uh, a little over a year ago. He talked about his experiences uh, when he was in the eighty uh, second Airborne Division and how he had to uh, let a white officer brief because he felt that would be more effective and more people would listen, hmm. uh, which, which was very admirable on his part because he realized, hey, this isn't about me. This is more about getting the mission done. So whatever means I have to do, uh, use to get that done, these are, the, these are the methods I would use. So he realized, hey, I'm going to let this guy brief because he will be more effective at it because the men are more amenable to listening to him. So, so my, my, uh, my strategies and lessons come from my experiences. And it's just a kind of a blueprint on, hey, here are the things you need to look at. Because at the end of the day, we're when we get when we're born, we're given a hand, we're born as something, we don't get to control that we have to live through that live out that that whatever that hand is. And if, if you find yourself in a leadership position, as a, as a black person, it's going to be different for you. And that's what I'm trying to uh, stress here in this book. Uh, you know, there's been uh, a lot of times people look at the title and they assume, you know, there's some negativity in there, but there isn't. It is all about, hey, here's the things you will experience as a black leader. Here's the things you need to do to be successful as a black leader. 
Well, I appreciate that. Do you see a time? Are we getting closer to where that won't matter anymore? Unfortunately, no. And here's why. Uh, I so I am I am positive that a lot of the things we deal with uh, in relations to race, these things are taught to young people. So it will only be a time when we don't have to worry about it anymore when parents, when they have young children, they teach them hey, that everybody has value, everybody's the same, everybody's equal. We're all human beings here. It's a human race, right? So unless that happens, it'll never change. And unfortunately, there is a deep-rooted um, hatred in some people towards others. Uh, and that's all kinds of different races, not just whites and blacks, but, you know, Asians, Hispanics. I mean, there's just that, 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 um, that, that hatred that is taught through generations. And as, if that continues, then we will continue to be where we are. But, but I am an optimist, so I do think that we will, uh, things will get better. And I think they have gotten better. You know, I grew up in the uh, 60s and 70s in the South. I went to school. I was uh, one of the first uh, schools in my neighborhood uh, to start the busing program and start integration. Because uh, before that, in elementary school, I was in an all-Black school, and then they bust uh, white kids in and vice versa. When I went to junior to middle school or junior high, we were bust out to the white schools. And, and that was a great experience for me because it gave me, it exposed me to other people and uh, other ways of life. And I think that is good as well. So I think uh, integration is great. I think uh, allowing yourself to, uh, to, to learn uh, about others culture and what they, what they're about. And then I think just looking for the good in people, vice looking, being uh, looking for the nefarious things or the bad things in them. Yeah, I think that that's well said. You know, perspective is is said. It's it's obviously essential and powerful. It's hard to get easier to lose that that your experience going to elementary or grade school, middle school, or whatever that just wasn't that long ago. And uh, you know, I think it's sometimes it's easy to for. For me, I'm 43 to sort of lose touch with that because it wasn't wasn't my experience, but it just wasn't that long ago. So I appreciate that. Right. In terms of playing the hand that that playing playing the hand you're dealt, I am uh I am a believer, not that I need to be a believer, that agency is so important that 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 that, that we have personal agency that we feel like we have the ability to be successful and to get out there and, 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 and do what we want to do and pursue what we want to pursue. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I also think that with that agency, we should pursue those things. We should pull the trigger, in other words, because a lot of times um, we load the hopper up with ideas. We load it up with things <laughs> we're going to do and we never pull the trigger. And before you know it, and listen, I am a witness to this. Um, I, I look up one day and I'm 61 years old and there were so many other things I wanted to do. Now I will say this, I have, you know, I've got a pretty full plate. I've gotten my hands into a lot of things, uh, things that I wanted to do that I felt, you know, so I pursued those things. And I, I think we should do that. I think, we, I think, um, you, you know, they talk about, if, if you doing something you love, you'll never work another day in your life. And, and I truly believe that. So if you've got, if there's something you're very passionate about, uh, pull the trigger, pursue it. 
and work hard to to achieve it. And, uh, and now, you know, and the other thing, too, George, you know, we live in a time now where, man, there's so many advantages because, you know, the Internet and, and, and search engines. I mean, there is nothing you cannot pull up on YouTube and learn how to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I pulled it up the other day. I had a, a hitch on the back of my truck, my, you know, a lock that's that jammed and I pulled it up and there's some guy doing it. And she, I mean, exact same truck. He, and he just walked me right through it. So so there's so many uh, uh, things available, resources available technology wise to help you further your goals. I mean, there's really, you know, back in the day, you know, you, man, you had to go to the library. You know, you had to um, pull up microfish, all this old stuff. I don't know if you know what microfish is, but uh, so there, so it's, it's there's a lot of advantages now and a lot more opportunities now to uh, to do things. So I think we should I, I totally agree with you about the agency part. I love it. Well, Matt, people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? So from a leadership perspective, you know, I, I tell people be accountable, be compassionate and helpful and try to learn as much as you can. You know, uh, one of the things I, I, I was talking to a young man the other day and uh, he was struggling with his boss and whatnot. I said, well, have you have you ever asked him to teach you stuff? Have you just went to him? And said, hey, will you teach me this or will you teach me that? People don't want to do that. People are, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask someone to teach you something. And uh, it's okay to, to be mentored. You know, that's rarely will you go to someone and say, hey, can you teach me? And they will say, no, I'm not teaching you. People will reach out to you when you do that. Um, and then, you know, we talked about this earlier, you know, just the right and wrong stuff. If you make every effort to be a good person, I, I think, you know, your life is going to be better. You know, I think if you make every effort to be a good person, then there's less stress on you because you're doing what you think is right. You're not having to cover up and, and go behind and fix things all the time uh, because, you know, because because you did something wrong that you knew you did wrong. Mm-hmm. And it just takes a lot of stress off you in life. And I, that's that's how I've tried to live my life. Um and, and, you know, the other thing, too, I think being a good person is like the foundation of being a good leader. I, rarely will you find a, per, a bad person, a person with bad moral character. Rarely will you find a person like that that's a good leader. Because the, the two just they don't they don't match. Um, now, being a good leader doesn't mean the person can be a little ornery or a little gruff around rough around the edges. But just because I've had them all, I've had leaders who were not the most personable people, but they were good. They were good in the heart. Um, then I've had one, some that were very friendly and very uh, 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 welcoming, and but same thing, but they were still good at the heart. And that's what I think the core is. And so that, so, so those are, those are the things that I think um, will, will make you a better leader, will make you a better person and will impact not only you on the, in the workplace, but it will impact your personal life because we need leadership in both. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage? Where can they get a copy of Leading While Black, Leadership Strategies and Lessons for Today's Black Professional? Well, George, thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Um, You can reach me at my website, mattdrayton.com. All of my social media, media handles are out there. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Uh, my book, Leading While Black, Leadership Lessons and Strategies for Today's Black Professional, can be found at Amazon and, uh, 
and, so, and some bookstores, but uh, Amazon definitely has it. And I encourage everybody to get it and take a read because not only are there leadership lessons in there for young black professionals, these leadership lessons applies to anyone. You know, I talk about a lot of things in there. I talk about running effective meetings, effective communication. Those are just not uh, synonymous with black people. Those are for anyone. So I would encourage you to look at that. But I really appreciate appreciate you having me and giving me the opportunity to uh, speak to your listeners today. Yeah, well, it was wonderful talking with you. If you enjoyed this much as I did, show Matt your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to mattdrayton.com, M-A-T-T-D-R-A-Y-T-O-N.com and pick up a copy of Leading Wall Black and uh, dig into everything that Matt is working on. Thanks again, Matt. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. <laughs>